0: my name is Panta Kalhor and you're listening to Transition by Panta Kalhor podcast. I created this platform to help you grow and move forward easier through your transition, whether in parenthood, job transition, healing journey, or starting a brand new life. Episode 165, Job Reinvented Show. How to start a school with Dr. Ellen Morris, Tigerman, founder and CEO of Tigerman Schools and Community Services. All right. I'm very glad to have you again. Thank Dr. you. Thank you, Pantera. Yeah. yeah. And the, the reason we have her again today is that uh, her topic, I was really impressed for her inspiration to actually establish schools uh, called Tigerman Schools. And uh, she has a story behind her school. And I really want you to um, talk about this with us because I know a lot of entrepreneurs are scared to start something big like what you did. She's actually sitting in her school. And uh, it's more impressive to me. And uh, I'm 100% sure when you listen to her story, you will be interested.
1: Thank you so much. So I think it's important for your listeners to know that I'm a very spiritual person. And for me, our topic, reinvent, okay, reinvention in your life. Reinvention is about renewal. And in my life, my issue was really asking a critical question that would steer me in the direction of a search, okay? And the question was, you know, what is my soul's purpose in this life? And I have been on a journey. So I started as a speech language therapist and I worked originally in the New York City Department of Education schools as a therapist. And then I decided that this wasn't enough for me. So my first step was to go back to school, right? And I did. I went into a doctoral program and um, I taught uh, at uh, Queens College as a an assistant professor and i taught courses in speech language pathology to college level students okay and i was doing research i um, was very happy at queens but i decided one of the things i would like to achieve is i would like to become a professor at a, at a university and i got a, uh, a teaching position at Adelphi University, and I became the director of the Speech and Hearing Center. And while I was at the Speech and Hearing Center, I met um, a parent, uh, a mother, um, Toya Davis, who had a little three-year-old child who I worked with personally for about two years. And Jonathan was ready to go back to his school district And I gave Toya Davis a hug and a kiss. And I sent her out into the big wide world on Long Island, which is located in New York. And I told her, Toya, go find a school for Jonathan because he has a severe language disorder. Sorry,
0: who who was Jonathan?
1: Okay, so Jonathan was Toya's son. Okay, she had a three-year-old child that I worked with at the Speech and Hearing Center at Adelphi University for two years. And he graduated uh, from our program and he was ready to go to his local school district. And she went to look for a, a school and she couldn't find one. And I was like amazed, how is that possible? I said, we live in New York. How could you not find a school? There has to be a school. So I went with Toya and we looked And we looked, and we looked, and I couldn't find anything just for children with severe language disorders, okay? And I said something very profound, which was, how hard is it to start a school? And I have learned over the past 37 years how hard it is to start a school. It's very hard. It's very complicated. So what did I do? Well, part of my reinvention, since now I'm stepping out of the role of professor and out of the role of therapist and into the big wide world of business, right, I went to see an educational attorney and he gave me a very long list of several items, 10 items on this list that I had to follow and I went Down the list, item by item, first item was find space. So I went looking for, since I I wanted to open a school, I went looking for an empty school building. And in my community on Long Island, there aren't that many school buildings. But I found one in Great Neck, New York. And I went to see the superintendent And I signed a lease, okay, um, to move my school, my children, my students, who were all three and four years of age. This was just a preschool program. There were 36 children. I was going to move them into this space, okay? But the second thing was on the list from the attorney was to hire a staff. So I then put an ad in a local newspaper. I put an ad in the university newspaper, and I proceeded to interview people and I hired a staff, item number two. Item number three, which was really important was money. How could you run a school and not have any revenue or funds? So I first, went to Chemical Bank, which no longer exists, I have to tell you, but I'm still here. In any case, I went to Chemical Bank and I filled out a loan agreement and I met with the bank manager and he said, Dr. Tigerman, no, we will not give you a loan because you don't have any collateral. And I said, I'm the collateral. E! I'm the person starting the school. How could I not be the collateral? He said, no, we need money or we need property, but we must have some kind of collateral to give you a loan. So at that point I came to a halt because I had to raise about $250,000 to operate the school. I had to, in New York, I had to operate the business for one year And then the state would give me a conditional approval to operate a school. How was I going to do that? Where was I going to come up with the money? So very upset, I went home and I called my parents and I explained the situation to them. And my father said to me, give me an hour and come to my house. So I went to see my parents and my father said to me, listen, this is an adventure for you. This is a big change in your life. So I've spoken to your mother and we have decided that we are going to put up our house, get a mortgage on the house. We are going to give you the two hundred fifty thousand dollars and you will pay us back over time. I was shocked, and I agreed. I went back to the bank, went back to Chemical Bank. I deposited the $250,000. I opened up a bank account. That was item number four, okay? I called my staff together. I began moving into this building I contacted all the parents. I went to a secondhand furniture store. I purchased desks, chairs, children's learning desks, chalkboards, everything you can possibly imagine secondhand. We moved into the great Neck school building and I operated there for two years. And I ran a preschool program. And for two years, I was Pantea, I was very, very happy. But then I said, you know what? There is more to running a school than just preschool. So next step was I filled out another application to start a school age program, kindergarten to third grade. The application was approved by the state. And I opened up a K to three program and I filled both programs, the preschool program and the school age program. And I operated until I reached capacity in the building and I started to look for additional space. And I went to visit, the county executive in Nassau County where I lived, and I convinced him to help me find a larger school building because I wanted to expand up to sixth grade. So I would be preschool plus kindergarten through sixth grade. And over the next 30 years, every move that I made was an expansion. So now I'm operating preschool all the way up through adulthood. I have an elementary school, a middle school, a high school, and I have adult services. So I work with adults with severe disabilities, most of whom are along the autism spectrum continuum. And we are now, because remember, I started out with 36 preschool children. I now have 700 students. And we are located on Long Island and we are located in New York City. And that's mm-hmm. how we started. But it was a reinvention of who yes, I was. Exactly. Who yeah. I was. Right? Yeah. And I, I really encourage people to look at their lives in ways in which they evaluate themselves every couple of years to see, is this what makes me happy? Is this my passion? Is this what I would like to do in life? And if something is really of interest to you, then explore it. Don't don't waste any time, take a class. Go to adult education, do some research online and see what jobs and positions are available. Take a risk in your life because in this life, it's all about finding your passion. Do what makes you a special, special spirit in this life.
0: Well, that was actually, That was my next step to ask you these questions. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And you already answered, but uh, I always ask entrepreneurs, what are the three most important factors in their success?
1: I think my persistence, my drive, and my adaptability in finding and looking and searching. So those three qualities, I think, have really helped me to be a successful school leader and business leader.
0: Uh, what do you recommend to people um, who have dreams of being an entrepreneur and having uh, school, uh, and but they they don't believe themselves or they think that, no, it's so hard for us, we can do it. What What do you recommend to them? Well,
1: I think the first thing is you're never going to fail, okay? Because you can't fail. You can start something and end up someplace else. But there's no failure here. There's only learning here, okay? You take a risk. You look for an opportunity and you may end up in a completely different place than where you started, because look where I started. I started out as a speech therapist working in New York City and running from Queens to Brooklyn, to Manhattan, to the Bronx. Okay. That's where I started, but look at where I am now, 30 years later, right? I I operate a very large agency. I I work with 700 families, It's very different than where I started. I'm a very different person today, but that's because I was willing to take a risk. I was willing to look for something different. And I was willing to pursue a dream. And that's what you need to, to focus on. You need to focus on the fact that we all have dreams. And that's what you need to pay attention to. What's your dream? What, what would you like to do? What would you like to explore? And it doesn't have to be over a, you know, a 10-year period. It can be over a year. It can be over a six-month period. You may not end up where you started, but you will end up someplace different. And that's my point. I like that. Look to be something different. Look to do something different. Because yes. life is very exciting. It's challenging. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I have had many challenges, but it's very exciting.
0: Yeah. So let's have a few second break and come back again. Okay. Please subscribe to Ponta Calho Transition Channel and order my book, Moods of Change, for the better. Tune up your mood and transform your life to reach your biggest dreams. All right. So, uh, Ellen, what do you have on your website, tigerman.org?
1: Okay. So, this is the school's website. And if you go to the website, you will see um, all of the programs that we offer, all of the services that we offer. So, the population here, just so that your listeners understand, these are all children from ages three three years of age, all the way up to age 21, okay? They're in school Um, and here in the United States, in particular, um, students graduate who have developmental disabilities at age 21. Some of them have high school diplomas, some of them graduate with other kinds of training, vocational training certificates, okay? But they all get through high school. So um, what, what's important to understand is these are all students with autism spectrum disorders. They get speech therapy, occupational therapy, physical therapy, auditory training. They get a special education teacher in the classroom. And the class, class sizes are very small. So in our classes, we have 12 students two special education teachers and two teaching assistants. So it's a very intense instructional program and children can start at three years of age. They can go all the way up through the program to age 21 and graduate. Or if they're, they get better, they can literally go back to regular school programs.
0: Wow, that's impressive. So, how can can I know that, um, let's say, our children have uh, a speech problem? In one, what age you actually recognize that that a baby has a problem with the speech? Okay,
1: you can recognize um, a speech and language disorder during the very early years in preschool. So, for example for a child with autism as a case in point, which is a neurological disorder, you will recognize in a, uh, a child as early as 24 months, very, very early, you will recognize social problems like the child does not relate. You'll recognize behavioral problems. So you may see some hand flicking, you may see some twirling, Um, you may see some social withdrawal, you may see severe temper tantrums. You can recognize in preschool most language disorders and certainly most speech disorders because one of the things you're looking for is a delay in development. And as a speech language pathologist, I'm looking for All of the typical milestones that I would see in a typical child, are they there? So I would look at sitting, standing, walking, running. I'd look at socialization skills. I would look at speaking skills. I'd look at communication skills. And I would do a full assessment to diagnose autism, or other kinds of speech and language delays. Yeah. So all all of our students, all of our students have had comprehensive evaluations.
0: Thank you so much for being with us. I just uh, want to add something for next week. We have a book launch, October 26th. That's about PTSD, mental health, and uh, probably um, it's good for Many audience, especially parents who are dealing with uh, kids with mental health. And uh, uh, we will have a summit October 26 to 28, and it's free. Everybody can join and uh, see our speakers, join the talk, and uh, be there. Uh, we also have a book launch, it's called PTSD Compass. On uh, October 26, about grief recovery and domestic violence um, uh, recovery, or we have different modalities how to recover from PTSD. So thank you so much, Doctor Tigerman. If you have any recommendation, anything, anything to add, please do in one sentence. That for parents who really um, who are really. Um, who really struggle with these kids and uh, something that is very hopeful that help them support their kids better.
1: Please, if you have any questions, contact me. My email address is on the website. I will be happy to speak to you and or correspond.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. Please subscribe to Pontoy Kalhor Transition channel to get the latest interviews and order my book PTSD Compass through Amazon. How to Confront PTSD and Navigate Trauma to Triumph.